hello and welcome or welcome back to the brooklyn way podcast i'm your host brooklyn elizabeth and i am so excited to have you here for today's episode it was by popular demand i did a poll on the brooklyn way pod instagram and you guys said you wanted to know all about how to be comfortable with alone time so as always feel free to connect with me on instagram at brooklyn underscore elizabeth or at the Brooklyn Way pod. And just shoot me a DM. Let me know your thoughts on today's episode. Or if you have a story that relates to it, I would love to hear it. Or if you just want to pop in and say hello, you are all welcome to do so. So if you are new here, I like to start every podcast with a little moment for you to just unplug from everything, all the stressors in your life. And if you are into journaling, like I always say, you can just use this time to reflect on your day and just get yourself in a positive headspace. I think it really helps you relate more to the content and you can kind of think how it applies to your life a little bit better. But before we get all into today's episode, I like to give you a little update. So this week I have been absolutely grinding and it feels really good to be productive but it's also a little bit exhausting as you guys may know it feels really good to get stuff done but you know you do have to prioritize other things and have that balance in your life so I started obviously this podcast and I'm also running my own Instagram account and just trying to figure out all these creative ways to market the podcast just to get my message out there for as many people to hear as possible But on top of all of that, I have also been endlessly packing and organizing and getting ready for my move to Atlanta, which is in two days now. I just cannot believe how fast the summer has went by. And I'm really just trying to take time to, you know, be with my friends, be with my family and take all these times in before I leave. So a lot has been going on. But with that being said, I have literally been putting my whole life and all of my belongings into boxes, which has been equally exhausting and also really fun because I have found so many things and so many pictures that I have forgotten about. So all in all, I'm feeling some mixed emotions, ready for a new opportunity and a new place for me and my boyfriend and my dog to just start our little new life chapter. But I'm also kind of freaking out because I have to find new friends. I have to transition into this new corporate girl job. And I'm also just remembering to find balance between work and my podcast and just time for my relationships and hobbies. So I hope you are all ready to come on that journey with me. And I'm sure it's going to be pretty relatable because I know so many of you are just at that point in your life where really exciting but scary changes are starting to happen. Like I know so many of, you know, my hometown friends are getting engaged or graduating or getting their first, you know, big girl job. Or maybe you're thinking about having kids or getting a pet or just simply changing your lifestyle for the better. And all of those things can be so exciting, you know, seeing a new version of yourself start to develop, but you know, change can be scary. So We are all in this together and it's really an exciting journey so don't let all of the stress and uncertainty kind of hinder that for you because you know change is beautiful and you just really have to accept it with open arms so here we are we're doing it together. (laughs) So now that you are all filled in I think it's time to tap into how we are feeling today so let's go ahead and dive right into our manifestations. And for those of you who are just starting your wellness journey 
Manifestations and affirmations are all about reinforcing that positive future mind thinking. So you're basically getting in touch with your goals here and reminding yourself on a daily basis how you are going to take one step closer to those goals every day. So if you're new to trying out manifesting and affirmations, today mine would go something like this. So I am manifesting that I'm able to spend these last few days surrounded by friends and family and that I'm really able to have happy goodbyes with everybody that I love. And I'm also setting a positive affirmation that I am capable of feeling comfortable in the new city that I'm moving to. And I'm also manifesting that my move brings with it a lot of inspiration and life lessons that I will be able to share with all of you guys. So go ahead, take a moment, pause pause the podcast, take a big drink of water, and just think or journal down at least three manifestations or positive affirmations that apply to you wherever you are in life and whatever you see for yourself in the future. And next, I like to hop right into my gratitudes and Gratitudes are a habit of reflecting on very positive things that you are grateful for on a daily basis. And like I always say, what we're trying to do here is rewire our brain to focus on the positives and not worry about all those negatives or stressful things that may, you know, creep up on our mood and really make us have bad days. So for example, my gratitudes today would be that I am super grateful for my friends and how much they have come together to just show me love and support before I move away, which, oh my god, I cannot believe it's just in two days. And I'm also really grateful for all of you guys who have been supporting me in starting my own podcast because it's been a super big jump um, out of my comfort zone and the feedback that I have been getting from you guys is just so positive and reassuring, so super grateful for that. And lastly, I am really grateful for this matcha raspberry hot drink I had today. I know that sounds crazy, but I am just such a coffee girl and I tried a matcha drink for the first time. It was absolutely delicious. So if you have never tried matcha and there's a coffee shop near you, ask them for the matcha raspberry hot drink and I swear to God, you will be very grateful that you tried it as well. So go ahead and pause the podcast again. Think of at least three things, big or small you know, as small as a matcha hot drink that you're grateful for today. And don't limit yourself on the big significant things in your life because you can absolutely be grateful for anything. And just remember here, we're trying to switch our minds into finding those positives. Okay, so lastly, on our little intro sessions, we like to take a moment to just center ourselves and reflect on how we're feeling today. So we just want to get in touch with our minds and bodies And I like to start this by just taking a deep breath in, so go ahead and pause what you're doing. If you're in your car or on a walk, continue what you're doing, but just take a deep breath in for four counts. You're going to hold it at the top for four counts and then release for four counts. Let's all do this together. Ready? Go ahead and take a deep breath in. Now you're going to hold it for four counts and release for four counts okay so we should be feeling a little bit more grounded a little bit more tapped in and with that we are going to go ahead and just rate how we're feeling today you can rate yourself physically mentally emotionally whatever it may be going to rate it on a scale of one to ten 
10 being that you are feeling your best, living your best life today, and one being that you are just not having the best day, which is totally okay. We all have them. But if you are not feeling your best today, think of at least one thing you can do to elevate your headspace at least just a tiny little bit just to get in touch with what is making you feel down today and how you can conquer that with doing one thing more. And then if you want to elevate your mood even higher, if you're feeling 10 out of 10 today, go ahead and think of something you can do to break that scale and to just feel like you are absolutely glowing and living your best life today. Okay, amazing. We should feel very tapped in with our minds and bodies. And with that, I think we're ready to go ahead and dive into today's episode, which is all about getting comfortable with alone time. Okay, so as you may know, today we are talking all about alone time. And this is something that you either absolutely hate or absolutely love. But I feel personally that I am somewhere in the middle. And this made me think of the Myers-Briggs personality test when you guys requested an episode for it. And I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it has like these acronyms like EIFJ or NIJT. It basically tells you how your personality affects the way that you interact with others and just your overall perception of the world. But one of the biggest indicators on whether you hate or love alone time comes from that first metric, which is all about whether you're an introvert or an extrovert. And if you're anything like me, the test says that I'm an extrovert. And although I do somewhat agree with that, I feel like there's a lot of people like me that can either turn on the extroversion button or, you know, have times where they turn it off and they feel more like introverts. So, I mean, it's obvious I do like to talk, and that's something that even as a kid, my mom would tell me, you know, I would never stop talking, never stop asking questions. I would literally go insane if I had to raise a kid like me, but just from what I've seen in, like, family videos that my mom filmed, I know that talking and just conversing with people has always been my thing, and that's one of the reasons why I knew I would love to host a podcast And, you know, why not just turn something that may be annoying to others into a strong suit, you know? But honestly, as I've gotten older and matured, I find myself being a little bit less talkative, probably because I know how important it is to just process information and to be more of a listener instead of a speaker and just saying every idea that pops into my brain. But I'm also somebody that loves, well, scratch that, I need my alone time. For me, alone time is like my time to let my brain slow down and I can just feel like I can listen to my thoughts and myself a lot better. Like if you think of your brain kind of like a computer, you spend all day downloading information, conversations you've had, feelings, emotions, things that made you happy, things that pissed you off, things that you need to remember to do tomorrow, you know, stuff you just don't want to forget. The list goes on and on. But at some point, we have to close that computer and allow time for processing and decluttering, right? Because if you're just constantly stimulated and constantly on, so to speak, you're not really connecting all the dots and you're not really giving yourself time to process. So I found it interesting that so many people are actually uncomfortable with being alone, whether they're introverts or extroverts. And I think it has a lot to do with the society that we live in today, especially with a culture like there is here in the U.S., 
So if any of you guys have ever heard of the Hofstede cultural dimensions, you might see what I'm trying to get at here. But if not, I will give you a quick little debrief. So basically, this is a theory that there are six main cultural dimensions that allow researchers to kind of understand the differences in cultures all over the world. And in the U.S., it's a little bit of a culture summarized largely by being individualistic and masculine. And no, I don't mean masculine like in a gender role or anything. It basically means that we all like to be super productive all the time and we like to do that alone versus being in teams. So we're all mainly concerned with productivity. And that does create some problems with balancing your work life, with your social life, and your mental health, which we all know are kind of hot topics right now that people are starting to become more aware of. So with that being said, if you're in the U.S. and feel like you don't really know what to do with yourself when you're alone, it's not just you. In fact, with a quick Google search, I found that you're actually supposed to designate at least 30% of your time daily to alone time, but the average American usually only gives themselves like 30 minutes a day without distractions. And this is super relatable because our lives are almost consumed with social media notifications and work and school emails following us home after we've clocked out or, you know, our simple love for entertainment. So you might be asking, what really constitutes alone time? And personally, I think this can be different for everyone because some people may say that alone time means, you know, listening to music or watching a movie or listening to a podcast. So I don't necessarily think that alone time has to be, you know, just you in a dark room with absolutely no noise or distractions because that just sounds terrible, honestly. So for me, I think that alone time is when I'm not in a social setting and I feel like I don't have to rush my brain to think about things to say or do. Essentially, I feel like it's my time to unwind and you can still be active or stimulated while you're having this time. In fact, I think if you are currently someone who is uncomfortable with alone time, you might really want to try to incorporate some type of activity that can help your brain, you know, just process a little bit slower and actually allow you to get in touch with your mind, your feelings, and your body. So some things that you could try would be things like doing a cute puzzle or painting or organizing your closet or pantry or maybe reading a book or going on a bike ride or a hike or even listening to a podcast or music while you're going on a walk or doing your yoga. I truly think that the key to getting comfortable with alone time really comes down to what works best for you. But you do want to be mindful that you're not flooding your mind with entertainment like YouTube videos and other forms of distractions because that can really overshadow the main purpose of this time. And that main purpose of this time is for you to be getting in touch with your true self. So really, alone time is where you're able to figure out what you like to do and not just, you know, simply going along with the group in a social setting. Like maybe you really don't love to drink or go out to the bars and clubs, but you may find yourself doing it anyways because being in a social setting kind of drowns out that stress of being alone with your thoughts. You really have to get cozy with your mind because the more that you suppress that, 
the worse it is when you finally crash and burn and have that breaking point where you just feel like your social battery is completely drained and you're overwhelmed with all these emotions and just feeling very low energy. Because honestly, I feel like there was a time where we all got a little too comfortable with being alone and that was during the pandemic. And just try to rewind your brain and think of how you were feeling when everything was locked down. After we all kind of accepted that we were in lockdown, if you're anything like me, your social anxiety probably was spiking during this time and you just felt really comfortable being home, but you also probably didn't give yourself proper alone time. You were probably binge watching, you know, five Netflix series and were tapped into FaceTimes and Zoom calls all day. You were really just not giving your brain a time to process and recharge essentially a feeling of restlessness without actually leaving your home. But then when the pandemic was over, many of us were like, okay, now what the heck am I supposed to do? And you probably felt like you had to take up every single social gathering that you got invited to because it was something that you felt like you'd missed out on for so long. And you probably got this feeling of guilt like me if you just really needed a night in to decompress. And that's the balancing act of it all. And now after a few years have passed since the lockdown, you might also be trying to find that balance between spending time with others and designating time to be with yourself. And although I could talk about this on and on, I do want to leave you with just a few of the benefits of having alone time. Because as we know, it's a really vital thing in our lives that we need to have balanced. And it's a really important ingredient in your overall wellness journey. So here are a few of the benefits, and I've also linked an article in the show notes if you're needing just a bit more direction for getting comfortable with alone time. So some of the benefits are a more regulated mood, reduced stress, increased creativity and productivity, improved sleeping quality, increased clarity and knowing your goals, and you're allowed to get more in tune with yourself with self-reflection, and you're also able to find out your passions and hobbies without being influenced by others guiding your actions and activities. So to wrap things up, I think that we can all say that alone time isn't really what you may have thought it was, and you can still have fun while you're being alone. In fact, it's a really critical skill that you need to learn and to integrate into your daily life to get you that balanced lifestyle that we're all striving for. So remember that you don't need to feel guilty for scheduling out time for yourself. And I'm going to challenge all of you guys to pick out a new activity that you've either never done or never designated time for, like maybe painting or a puzzle or reading a book, and just work on that for about an hour every single night, every evening as you unwind for the day. And I bet it might be difficult to fit this in your schedule at first, But I promise you, you will start to feel how calm and still it makes your mind. And I think that it'll make it a lot easier for you to just integrate alone time into your daily routine. So as always, feel free to connect with me on Instagram. And if you like today's episode, go ahead and give me a rating and review so that more people can hear this message and I can keep improving each week. So thank you all so much for listening and I will see you next Friday for a new episode. Have a great day. You got this.